Welcome to our Meet the Parents podcast, the show where we share stories from everyday life to help with the ups and downs of parenting. We're going to have real, honest conversations as together we grow everyday faith in our homes. Be sure to follow us on your favourite podcast app, and if you want to watch the videos, they're available on YouTube. All episodes and show notes will be available at livingrock.church forward slash meet the parents. I'm Alex. And I'm Lisa. And we're married with three teenage children. We've got our eldest son is 19 and our youngest daughter is 15. And we know every experience of parenting is different and we're certainly no experts. There is no one handbook. There is no one right way. So it's so easy also to feel alone as a parent. So we want to hear um, from other families what they've tried, what they've tested, um, what they've failed in, what they've succeeded in. And uh, together, we're going to learn uh, together how to sort of grow a family. And um, this place, place um, this podcast is a place to explore that wonderful variety. Yes, we're going to meet all sorts of parents from all different stages and ages. But um, we also are going to think about what it means to be a new mum or dad. So various episodes on that. We're going to look at the challenge of trying to find time to yourself and time with God when actually you have no time at all by yourself. There's usually a toddler following you somewhere or the realities of life like that. Um, As well as like when your child doesn't get potty training and everybody else's child does. I've been in so many toddler groups where they're talking about their child getting it and you're the parent whose child really doesn't. We've been there. We're going to share that honest story. So there's lots more to come. So do follow the series. There's loads to look out for. So and today we're going to chat and we're going to meet our lovely guests in a second. Today we're going to chat about being a first time mum. Check out our other podcast about being a first time dad um, and what it's like and whether it's anything like we expected it to be. Now, don't switch off if you are a dad. Um, Hopefully this will help anybody else and perhaps get inside the head of a mum maybe a little bit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Whether you're expecting your first child, whether you've already had your first child um, and understanding families that have children young children especially um this this is for you so in a minute we're going to welcome kim and lauren who are going to share their stories but but first we just thought we'd tell you a bit about ourselves um so before we had our children we were like planners i like lists i have lists everywhere and i thought i had everything sorted and uh, we planned everything out carefully lists about how our family was going to look how it's all going to work um and we were really delighted when we had our first child and the due date was planned for half term as teachers we thought we'd like made it Nailed we like it. planned it for half term what could be better i was going to like finish my teaching time and then i was going to have time at home with my my baby uh, except he he had kind of other plans mm. <laughs> so our eldest was two weeks late <laughs> i was sat there the whole of half term totally bored waiting I would walk to the shops. I have an exciting outing to go and get milk just so I could get out the house. I painted things that I've never painted since. And uh, it was just like that time. So we tried everything, you know, and all the advice about how to get your baby out. We tried it all. We tried the raspberry leaf tea, the sex, the curry. The curry didn't go well. No, the curry did not go well. Because the curry led to food poisoning. We then For missed me. the meeting at church. Everyone's then on the phone. Oh, have you had the baby? <laughs> no, no baby. Fed up mother. <laughs> You even made me walk to the top of the uh, rocket, the tallest rocket in the Leicester Space Centre, to try and get this baby out. Up the stairs. You weren't allowed to take the lift. (laughs) All the way up. Okay. The baby's going to come out. (laughs) Baby did not want to come out. Ended up with a really tired mum. And uh, yeah, I was pretty shattered after that. And still no baby. So nothing worked. So 
try it all. But, so brilliant. You know, so now can't you know, guarantee anything. <laughs> so now you know all about us. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so now we're going to find out a bit about our guests. So can we welcome um, new mums, Lauren, oh, Kim and Lauren. <laughs> Kim Lyon and Lauren Shooter, who are both on our leadership team at our church. And it's just great to have you both. Yes. Thank you. Great you. to be here. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. So just introduce yourselves, tell us how long you've been married, um, how old your, your young ones are. We were debating whether to have them in or not, and we probably worked, realised it's probably I think it was a to. good decision not yeah. to. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> tell us a bit about yourself. So um, I'm Kim, and I'm married to Benj. We've been married for eight years, and we've got an eight-month-old Brilliant. Yeah. You know those facts, you know, better than, uh, than Benj did. Oh, well, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. good. No, he, he got them all right, though. That's good. <laughs> Go on, Lauren. Yeah, I'm Lauren, um, very new mum. My daughter is three months old. Her name is Amelie. Um, I'm married to Mike, and we've been married for 10 years. That's so great. Mm-hmm. That's so exciting. <laughs> and if you could have one parenting superpower, what would it be? Because every parent likes to dream of what you would have. What would sol- solve a lot of your problems if you have any problems? Maybe you live in the dream. <laughs> oh, us. no, I think uh, I've probably got a countless list of superpowers <laughs> that I'd love to have. Um, I think at the stage that we're in at the moment, we're currently weaning hope. And, nice. you know, we've been uh, we've been doing baby led weaning. So it's much messier. And yeah. um, every day I think, oh, how nice would it be just to click my fingers and all of this food mess would just disappear. <laughs> so I'm not wiping yeah. um, this indistinguishable food mush yeah. off my daughter three times a day. Yeah. Um, or uh, the other thing I was thinking about, which um, when Benj and I were talking about this, uh, we I think we had similar thoughts that we would just be able to lounge back on the sofa and we'd have these elastic arms that would just stretch out and um, be able to pick up and move our daughter when she starts Brilliant. moving towards the cables or yeah. trying to eat the plant and yeah. um, that we'd just be able to redirect her without having to chase her all the time, which seems to be our life right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it's oh. a different So you're stage. blessed that your one isn't she's not mobile at the moment no but i've looked at hope today thinking oh yep that's to come what superpower would you for me um i've i've never wanted this superpower until now but um it would be to time travel i think it would be really nice Mm. to just go and check up on her like when she's in her 20s and be like are you okay like how's life are you all right Uh, and then also to go back to the day that she was born it was so wonderful and so magical i would love to just relive that over and over and over again yeah yeah really special memory yeah oh that's so cool (laughs) i remember like the baby food just getting everywhere isn't it no matter how hard you clean it you find some like it's, it's the most grim, disgusting thing. <laughs> <laughs> you the have to just accept that no matter how hard you clean, it's they're still there somewhere. So, yeah. so I think you've got some another story to tell us, something to do with Turkish food and chicken oh. nuggets. <laughs> so what, what yeah, uh, enlighten us about that. Yeah. So I I remember when in the early days of being pregnant, um I I really struggled with nausea. So mm. I had um high premises um during my pregnancy. So um that was interesting it's very hard you're feeling very unwell all the time but Mm -hmm. um I remember specifically being about eight weeks pregnant and it was just before Eurovision and we'd already planned that we're going to have a mini Eurovision party (laughs) with um, my our brother and sister-in-law and we'd been talking for weeks about how we were gonna watch Eurovision and we were gonna we had a big scoreboard and we were gonna eat Turkish food that was the plan and um, my husband particularly was looking forward to 
um having trying out this new turkish takeaway yeah. in town yes. and um uh, on that day the thought of turkish food just repulsed oh, me in fact any meat was just ugh, just made me so queasy and i the whole time watching eurovision i was sat so close to the door just trying to breathe in fresh oh, air <laughs> just curled up um eating a bowl of microwave macaroni cheese because that, oh, that was the only thing i could stomach at the time but, and i just felt like throughout my pregnancy it meat was like the big thing just like oh it just made my tummy feel funny and even now when i think about turkish food i think it was the other week ben said oh do you fancy turkish no "No, definitely not (laughs) definitely not um but the only meat that i could stomach if you can call it meat um was chicken nuggets (laughs) and i it was just the only thing I wanted to have. And we'd get up in the morning, Benj would make his bowl of cereal. I would just pop in a tray of chicken nuggets in the oven, have that for my breakfast. Um, Then lunch would come around, I'd just pop another tray of chicken nuggets. (laughs) And genuinely for weeks, um, I would just be living off chicken nuggets. And I spoke to the midwife, I was like, this feels really bad for my baby. (laughs) All I'm eating is chicken nuggets. I should be eating fruit and vegetables, but this is the only thing I I feel like I can eat and um she really encouraged me that um you know your your baby gets the nutrients they need somehow yeah. Like, yeah. as long as you're eating as long yeah. as um you're keeping food down mm. um yeah don't stress yourself yeah. out on um whether it's super healthy or not and that really helped me yeah. in That's pregnancy so when I was having my moments of just living off chicken nuggets and quavers and (laughs) anything that uh, genuinely all I would think about when planning meals was what do I not mind throwing up yeah (laughs) yeah Mm. yeah yeah been there (laughs) well you do what you're gonna do (laughs) how about you Lauren yeah it's similar in in pregnancy I was really sick as well at Mm. the beginning not didn't have it quite as bad as you can but yeah I was also sick I remember um, any kind of smell would just set me off so the smell of the dishwasher Uh or I can still think about it now (laughs) it doesn't bother me now but when I was pregnant the smell of the dishwasher yeah like when it needed to Mm. go on or the smell of the fridge yeah Um, so I might was like consistently cleaning the dishwasher (laughs) yeah well yeah well this I wasn't planning to share this story but I will Um, Mike said um, to me I need to I need to wash something up and um, it is going to smell really bad don't come in the kitchen yeah so I was like okay and uh, curiosity got the better of me and I was like what is that what is that Um, and I went in and he had um, like a a thermos mug that had milk in it that he'd left a really long (laughs) time that's bad for anyone yeah a a good few weeks and he was like don't come in don't come in and I was like what what and I like put my head around the door as he was opening this thermos and uh, vomited everywhere and he was like that was your fault because I told you not to come in and I was like no that was your fault because you'd left that horrible thing and not washed it up sooner. Marital harmony, bless yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. So, yeah. Oh, bless you. Few, Good story, few, though. A uh, few pregnancy story. sicky stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, <laughs> happens to us all. <laughs> <laughs> Leave your feelings. Was there something about your phone? <laughs> yeah, tell us a story about your phone. Oh, this is a really, yeah, embarrassing mum fail yeah. on day one of Emily <laughs> being born. So, um, I 
was in hospital for six days before mm. Amelie made an appearance because <laughs> um, I was induced yep. and um, my body just decided that it wasn't ready to be induced yep. and nothing happened, mm-hmm. literally nothing happened. Mm-hmm. A few twinges here and there and I was like, oh, this might be it. And then they stopped. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I was in hospital being induced for six days and eventually had a C-section which all went wonderfully. This section yeah. went wonderfully. But I was exhausted, mm. as you can imagine. And um, Amelie decided that she was going to cluster feed the night she was born. And yep. she did not get off me. Oh, and wow. She didn't pause for breath, that girl. She wow. was feeding all night long. And I was so tired. <laughs> and I was like, I need to stay awake because yeah. I can't fall asleep with this baby on me. So the only thing that would keep me awake was I was watching YouTube videos on my phone. <laughs> And I was getting really, really drowsy and I was like, like fighting sleep yeah. and like, no, no, oh, stay awake, stay awake. <laughs> and um, I dropped my phone on her head <laughs> <laughs> and I was yeah. like, oh no, like mum yeah. fail. Um, it tapped her and she, she barely, she didn't even stir. She definitely didn't cry. And I was like, yeah. okay, I think we're all good. You're but okay. That was my very first mum fail, dropping we the all phone on her head. We <laughs> yes. do, we definitely. Are. Do you remember the time I, Joe rolled off? the baby mat into the drawer <laughs> oh yeah we, had, the, we, had, a, we yeah. had a changing oh, table yeah. and uh it was on some drawers because we hadn't got much money so we didn't buy a posh changing table we were like we'll just use the drawers and uh, i had the drawers open thank the, top the lord and uh, he literally was at the stage where he was rolling and literally rolled and landed thankfully on all his like muslins and soft uh, landing and, soft I was landing. Like, <gasps> and i just remember feeling so so guilty that i was yeah. the worst mother that had ever lived would oh. my child ever live to tell the tale he was would fine. you forgive me would i forgive myself he was absolutely You're fine, fine. probably laughed actually because he was at that stage <laughs> so we've all been there we've all had our little moments yeah <laughs> that's good Brilliant. yeah so you're not alone so let's um, move it on a little bit. So obviously being a parent is wonderful and scary at the same time. We've talked about some of these fails. <laughs> yeah. um, we remember coming out of hospital for the first time, having to work out, strap the baby into the car seat. Oh. And I remember like even just clicking the click of the baby into the seat and am I going to crush him um, and things like that. That was quite interesting. And then on the way home, we were very tired. There's a very wide road near the hospital that's three or four lanes, but it's still a 30 mile an hour limit. Yeah. And I went 35, I think, because I was so tired. The road was empty, so I got a speeding ticket. Uh, Not good. Uh, um, but I did have, on the driver awareness program, I did have the best story out of everybody <laughs> for getting the ticket. But yeah, I think I should have been going a little bit slower. You weren't um, really going fast, to we be fair, because no. you were trying to be really careful. We were just so tired. It we? was. It was. But so preparation as well, practically and mentally for having the baby. Um, how did you prepare yourself? You know, yeah. w- tell us about tell us about that. Lauren, you go. You go first. Yeah. Okay. So um, I've worked with children my whole career. Yeah. Um, I studied child development for A level. I studied it at university. I was like, oh, I know. Like, I, I know <laughs> what I'm doing. This will be a breeze. And uh, mm. yeah, it's, it was. It's much harder than I thought it was going yeah, to be. Okay. And I'm definitely no expert. But taking things that I've learned from my career and my studies and applying that to everyday life mm. has been helpful. Um, and then really practically, I loved decorating her nursery. Um, it's very pink. It's very, very girly. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed like planning Mm. and preparing in her nursery and putting all her cute little things in her room. So 
Oh, yeah, God. that's what, what I did to prepare. There was yeah, some news, really wasn't there, where they, they knew the sex of the baby and they decorated the nursery and then the baby was born and the scan was wrong. Uh, so the, the, the nursery lot, was the sort of wrong colour. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think that can happen quite a bit, <laughs> particularly if um, you're told you're having a girl and sometimes, yeah. you know, uh, they just don't see everything yeah. on the scan. Just so. saw that the day, but you were, you, were, you were confident. Yeah. yeah. It was there. Yeah. We, yeah, her legs were spread eagle on the, <laughs> on the scan. They said it's definitely a girl. So <laughs> that was good. <laughs> okay. Good to know. <laughs> How did you prepare, Kim? Preparing. Were you able to? Yeah, I mean, I'm such a planner and I... I love writing all my lists and my yeah. notes and doing my spreadsheets and, and planning what we were going to do. And so in many ways, I think I was probably over-prepared with the practical <laughs> okay. stuff yeah. because I was like, I need, I just need to make sure everything's ready by a month before because yeah. you just don't know what's going to happen. You always hear stories of um, a baby arriving unexpectedly. Yeah. Um, I mean, Hope did actually arrive one week early. So at uh, least I was, yeah. you know, uh, prepared and Practically for me, the the game changer was um, making loads of meals. Yeah, and cool. we we were so blessed that after we had our daughter, she, um, we were our friends and our family came round with loads of meals. But I had spent quite a bit of time beforehand. Anytime we had a meal that was freezer friendly, I would yeah. just make loads of it mm. and then put a bunch in the freezer. That's so so I, I probably had in the freezer about two to three weeks worth of meals. Wow. So, and it didn't mean we were then just having those, mm-hmm. but um, if we just weren't in the mood yeah. to cook or if, um, you know, we were really, really tired or we were short on time. So during those first month, a few months, um, we were just able to dip into the freezer and yeah. it just really helped mm. um, us at that time. Um, and I think part of the reason I... Uh, prepared so much practically is because I didn't know how to prepare mentally yeah and um I think uh, my experience has been very different to Lauren because I have not had loads of experience with babies um, Mm. or children Mm -hmm. not overly confident and I was genuinely quite insecure about my ability to be a mum and what that would look like um my ability to bond with our baby Mm. yeah and um it was it was something that played on my mind mm. and I would write down on my phone just a list of all the situations that I imagined would stress me out. You know, um, things like people critiquing what you did yeah. or giving um, unwelcome advice. Yeah. And I think I was just a bit paranoid that that would happen all the time, mm. that people would watch the way I mm-hmm. did her nappy mm. or fed her or wow. how I got her to sleep. And um, I, so the only way I could really prepare was to, um, share all of this with my husband Ben yeah. and I was yeah. just really open and honest with him Good. about this is what I'm insecure about um, these are the situations I worry about and I will need your help yeah. to um, help me navigate particularly when I'm really hormonal mm. yeah. um, and I, I don't know if I'm gonna have an instant bond with our child mm. and I don't know how I'm gonna um, tackle that emotionally Mm. and how that will affect my mental health and um i really need your support in those situations and i need you to encourage me with um your words but then also to um protect us as a family if we need time alone um so that was how we prepared and we just prayed about the situation together as a couple um so I think that is what helped me mentally prepare and mm. and the reality was so different mm-hmm. to what um I wasn't 
fearing the worst I would just I'm very realistic I'm yeah. a very realistic person and I just think um yeah. I'm not that experienced I don't know what this is gonna look like and you know th- people do get things like postnatal depression yeah. and I'd, I you know I, I want to be aware of the possibilities yeah. and for me um I, it was just pure joy in mm. meeting our daughter mm. and Fantastic. um the bond I experienced with her was not what I expected it yeah. was it was um I, I don't know if I would describe it as instant love, but it was um, that feeling of you are a part of me. Yeah. Mm. You have mm. been a part of me for nine yeah. months. And uh, and even now I look at her and I, I think you're a part of me. Yeah. Mm. And there's that closeness and yeah. that bond grows and that love grows. And, mm. and it's the most special thing. And, mm. and all those worries I had about, you know, nappies and feeding and yeah. um, it all It all just became second nature and yeah, natural and your instincts take over where you think i don't have all of this head knowledge yeah um it you do you do pick things up yeah in those first yeah. few weeks and you're spending so much time with your baby it's, it's yeah it's, it's lovely yeah. yeah so you've obviously you know you do all your preparations and things i remember um washing our baby's coats for the first time i i just loved you know when people give you stuff or you get stuff in early and i was like oh i remember getting like i can't is it like fairy non-bio or something yeah. and I got this I loved the smell because yeah. it was like new baby smell and I remember washing all the tiny baby clothes and hanging them on the line before the baby came and I was like yeah. oh this is so lovely and they were all beautifully put in the drawers I mean obviously it only took like a few weeks later and you you, you had best intentions but usually you're grabbing like three or I four know. sets yeah. a day or whatever and they're like they're going everywhere just a pile but of washing for, one, for one day they all looked gorgeous and they hung in the line and I was like yeah. I feel like a proper mother yeah. <laughs> I remember that moment so well um, obviously you know there are different ups and downs with parenting and but what would you say has been like the most amazing or most exciting discovery that you've learned um in having a baby you know what have you what's been the most exciting thing for you um I'll ask you again, Kim. Yeah, yeah, I can go first. Um, I think for me, um, it's discovering that we don't just have a generic textbook baby. Yeah. Um, she's a person. Yeah. And I I remember those first few weeks, um, every now and then Benj would tell me, I, I don't feel like I know her yet. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm getting to know her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe there's an assumption that as soon as your baby's born, you know them. Yeah. And but but for us i think the the discovery has been learning that she is her own an individual person and as more of her personality comes out and she's got her little quirks um and it's such a beautiful amazing thing because you know they're not carbon copies of you um you know there will be some genetic similarities but you're you're discovering this new person Mm. this new individual and that's just super special and it's ongoing yeah yeah Yeah. same for me just discovering her and getting to know her and knowing what she likes and what she doesn't like it's the best thing ever um and so for Emily she loves the bath the bath really chills her out and she loves music which I love music too and I like that she likes the kind of music that I like (laughs) so far yeah we like both like Taylor Swift Um, yeah she's just getting to know her there's like certain songs that we play Mm -hmm. that she really likes and yeah it's just really fun like getting to know her and discovering her as an individual is really really exciting you're at the beginning of a very exciting adventure because I love that still even for us now you still it's an unfolding thing where they just keep showing you more and more of themselves and each season you get a bit more of a revelation of who they are and who they're becoming it's such a privilege isn't it oh it is I love it was there something that you wanted to say about 
breastfeeding and the fact you really wanted to yeah. breastfeed as well. What yeah. was that? That for me, that is something that was really important to me. Yeah. I really wanted to be able to breastfeed her, and um, with her being a week early and with her being born via C-section, I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not sure if this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And um, the midwife said to me the night before she was born, like, try and hand express some colostrum, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay. I was like, I persevered. Oh, <laughs> I, well was, I was trying oh, to do oh, this oh, for oh, what oh. felt like hours, mm-hmm. and I was as dry as the sun. Horror does it. Not a not drop happening. coming out of me, and I was like, "Lord, please!" I was like praying, and I was yeah. like, "This is really important to me. Mm. Like, can can this just be natural? Can, mm. can this just naturally happen for mm. us?" And um, I prayed about it, and that has been something that I, I, I feel like I pray about all sorts mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and pray about everything so you don't have to worry yeah. about anything is um, yeah, just I found that become my everyday yeah, and so I prayed and just handed it over to God and as soon as she was born she latched immediately and um, fed like I said fed all night <laughs> the Great. first yeah. night and um, that's just been something that's yeah. been really easy for us both and, yeah. and I know that that's not everyone's experience mm. yeah. and, yeah. I, and you know however you feed your baby is you know yeah. uh, that's fine absolutely um, but for me, that was something that I really wanted. Yeah. So that was a really special moment for oh, us. Oh, that's so cool. So that's great yeah. to answer that thankful, prayer thankful to God. That, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That, that was our experience. Yeah. That's great. Oh, that's, that's really a real good. blessing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So what's perhaps been the scariest thing then, Lauren? What would you say? Oh. You know, that's like your most exciting. Obviously, there's a lot of different things probably, aren't there, going around your head? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Just being a mum is scary in itself, isn't oh, it? <laughs> I feel like there's something I find new every day to worry about. <laughs> I don't know if that's Can just me. Yeah, I think yeah. mums are like the biggest worriers, actually. Yeah. If you ever meet a mum, they're uh, like, oh. I felt before I was a mum, my personality is, I think I'm quite chilled. Yeah, yeah, Since yeah, being a mum, I'm like, oh, I'm a bit worried about this. I'm a bit worried about that. Yeah. So praying about everything, yeah, it, like I say, is just so important. I just yeah. hand all those little worries over to God. Yeah, great. Um, but one of the things when she was, the, the night we brought her home, um, she was sick, um, but it was like brown, thick, oh. chunky sick that oh. went everywhere. And I was oh. like, oh, what is this? And that yeah. was really, really frightening. Yeah, yeah. And again, I just prayed and I was like, Lord, I don't understand this. And mm. it's the middle of the night mm. and I don't really know who to talk to about this. So I'm just going to entrust this over to you. Yeah. And I just trust that she's okay. And I trust that, that mm. everything's fine. And, mm. and I just felt peace. Great. Um, and we saw the midwife the next day and she said it was really, really normal. Yeah. I took a photo of the yeah. sick oh. and I was like can I show you this I is love this that. normal yeah. what, show, like, what, is normal showing pictures of sick or, or is the sick normal is the sick normal but also I'm showing this person I Having don't really photos know photos of everything on my yeah. phone yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so normal I, I, was, I was taking photographs of wiring the other day but that, you know, that's, that's a bad thing so. and she said oh we, we love photos we, we see photos of poo we see photos of sick so I was like okay great um, and she told me that it was really normal and it was just great. that um, she'd swallowed some stuff when she came out and yeah. she needed oh, to get it out and that's just, what it was and it very always positive. makes perfect sense yeah. when they yeah. say oh she swallowed some stuff when she came out would not yeah. have occurred to me <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no well, it didn't occur to me either <laughs> yeah um, but I found the peace of God in that moment Great. and then checked it out the next day and she was yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh praise God <laughs> that was scary at the time yeah yeah isn't that great well, yeah, I, I think um, similar to you, there's, al- there's always things, little scary moments or things to worry about. I know um, 
Uh, ben just told me that definitely since having our daughter, I'm really nervous in the car all oh, the time. Yeah. Like I'm just like the worst backseat driver. I'm like, I haven't changed. I know, I know. It's just like, you're so aware, you know, we've got, you know, precious cargo. Yeah. <laughs> so there's always the little things. And I think, you know, there are big things. Um, I know that we've had a few uh, medical scares or little tumbles mm. that do, mm. you know, do scare you. Yeah. Um, but for me, the the biggest thing that stands out was her moving into her own room oh yeah and for me um you know we we sleep on um the top floor and um our nursery is on the middle floor mm. so it just felt like this big step for her to be on a totally different yeah. floor to Lots us yeah so for me it was like okay um how can i get myself used to this and get mm. her used to it i mean it was probably a bigger deal for me than her yeah so i would move her crib slightly further away in our room Did initially you? like oh, okay. I, I can't see her at all but i can hear her yeah um and then when we did finally move her into her room i then slept on the middle floor for a Did few you? nights yeah and it's just you're so used to being physically mm. close to yeah. them um That's you know big. and you know the night is the night time and mm. i'd be thinking but but what if someone burgles the house yeah. and they get yes. to the middle floor before yeah. us yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> just a question for our dads here what tech have you got joining what, oh bedroom? my goodness um <laughs> what haven't you got <laughs> no dads need to know about tech <laughs> yes well we we do have an outlet camera um i have no idea what that is but, but yeah just carry on it's good it's good um i yeah i wasn't massively involved in the decision making but <laughs> it was an important purchase but does, that, does, but does that help you feel connected it does it does yes i i mean yes it does <laughs> it, it helps me and when i when i look at um it it is a good camera a good monitor and um we can see the camera on my phone it's very good yeah. quality and you can yeah but i'm, I'm not entirely fussed about it <laughs> I'm like, I love it if it was like 10 it's quid it's fine to me yeah, yeah, yeah. fantastic no, yeah it, it does the job and you know she's she's thriving and I think she's probably sleeping loads better without us disturbing yeah. her yeah. but it is it's a big step yeah, details of the tech will be in the uh, show you <laughs> 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 okay. got outlet here <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say was like an embarrassing moment I know we've talked a little bit about dropping the phone on Amelie's head um are there any other like funny stories or embarrassing stories you want to share with oh. us have you got any more to I don't know I, go yeah oh my goodness well <laughs> we, we probably have a few but they're quite recently um so before before um our daughter was in her own room um we had gone to stay in the Lake District with um my sister and her family and uh, we were staying in an Airbnb and it was the last night and um, she was just being a bit grisly throughout the night. She kept waking up and um, often when she's like that in the night and I just can't settle her, mm. um, I, I do a bit of a reset and I think, okay, I'll just, um, I'll change a nappy, I'll feed her again, I'll put her down as normal and she'll go to sleep. And Ben was asleep at the time and I thought, um, okay, I'll just do a really quick nappy change on the bed. And that'll be fine. Um, You know, I've done it loads of times before. Don't need to get the changing mat out. Just be super, super quick. Can I just say here, Ben just got a really good changing nappy story in the dad's one. (laughs) We've probably got a lot of experiences. And yeah, I so I was like, I'll just do a really quick change. Um, started changing her nappy in the dark. And I was like, it's fine. I've done this loads of times. What could go wrong? I just like, at that moment, she did probably the worst poo she's ever done in her life oh, all really? over the sheets. Oh, and no. I was like, oh no, like, Ben's just asleep. 
this isn't our house this isn't our bed these aren't our sheets and um i don't know how to clean this up and um so for some reason i thought it would be a good idea because i was like okay i need to move her without getting poo everywhere else so i'll just lift her onto my shoulder (laughs) so i just put her there i was like it's fine if i get poo on me it doesn't matter i just need to clean it up so i kind of balanced her on my shoulder um and with one hand i had had wipes and i was just trying to wipe the bed and bed was still snoring away fast asleep amazing and then suddenly she just carried on pooing all down my body and i was like oh no oh no just like frantically trying to wipe uh, all this poo i'm like what what's happened what's wrong with no wonder she was grizzling all yeah, night yeah. um and then suddenly ben rolls over looks at me horrified <laughs> and says, what is going on i'm nothing like to- I, I need help i don't know nothing what to, to do all my clothes are covered in poo there's poo all over the bed i don't know what- so um this- we had a bit of a frantic um time in the night just trying to clean everything up um took the sheets off it'd gone through the mattress protector oh. it hit the mattress oh. Um, and I had to sleep on a towel for the rest of the night and um, but thankfully we didn't get left a bad review so (laughs) we did have to warn them we were like bracing ourselves for they pooed the bed but you know Oh, spectacular! Oh, quality story. Oh, a great story. Yeah, a bit of a fail, but no, <laughs> we've all been there. Yeah, we've yeah. all been there. But it wasn't you, you know. If you knew, I know. I always <laughs> take these risks, and they're just like, why, why? I was like, oh, you know, living fine. life on the edge. <laughs> That's how we roll, isn't it? Cool. So um, now, so viewers um parents grandparents we want to hear from you as well so if you're watching this on youtube um please go to the comments below leave us a tip leave us a um a comment that'll be really really good um about babies about yes about what we're watching (laughs) that'll be great um ask us some questions as well give us ideas for for future episodes that would be really really fantastic we want to hear your thoughts we want to make this interactive so please do that yeah cool so Lauren, how do you think being a mum has changed you? Has it changed you? Or are you, are you still the same person or have you oh, Definitely feel like I've changed. Yeah. Um, so I knew you were going to ask me this question and I was thinking about this in advance. And my honest answer to that question is I am happier. Yeah. I really am yeah. happier since being a mum. So for us, um, we struggled with infertility. And uh, we've been very open about that. Um, And it took us five years to conceive. Mm. And um, with that, obviously comes a lot of disappointment, a lot of sadness, Mm, a lot of heaviness. My heart was heavy for for years um it was something that we always wanted we we longed for children Mm, and mm. I always saw that in my future and really believed that God was going to give us a baby I was full of faith Mike was full of faith we just didn't know when that Mm -hmm. was going to happen can you just mention the pushchair here because I can't, you, I don't know if you're going to mention the pushchair I wasn't I can talk to you about the pushchair that's linked to your faith isn't it yeah Yeah. Go on, just bring the push okay, into the story because that is good because I love that bit. Yeah, so um, we were very, very open with mm. our struggles mm. with yeah. fertility and um, the reason why we were so open was 
firstly because we didn't want anyone to say oh why haven't you got children oh when yeah. are you gonna have children because mm. yeah people say things like that and people they ask do. about mm. that and yeah. that would always hurt me yeah, so sure. I was like okay let's just tell everyone that we're struggling and then yeah. people will be more sensitive which yeah, they were um and um secondly we just wanted our church family to be supportive yeah. and stand mm. with us yeah. and we wanted them to pray for us and yeah. our church family have been incredible so for mm. those of you who are listening thank you so much mm. for yeah. all of your prayers we felt like the whole church was lifting us mm. up in prayer and Can we I felt say, really supportive having you here talking about this is quite emotional yeah. it's, it's just this is the day we've all been praying for isn't yeah. it yeah yeah. I'm <laughs> on a parenting podcast yeah, yeah. I'm a parent. <laughs> I, I love it yeah it's great yeah. Um, so yeah so the church was standing with us and, and praying with us and bringing us words and we were just constantly encouraged and um, we really felt that actually being open about it was a, was a blessing for the, for those reasons mm. and um, there was a couple in the, the church that decided to um, buy us a pushchair well in advance as a statement of faith mm. so so um, we went out and um, we were so blessed by this couple who said, you know, choose whichever pushchair you want. It's you like know. a jag. I reckon it's like a jag of pushchairs. This, this pushchair. it's a really, it's really nice, nice pushchair, nice. isn't yeah. it? It really is yeah. nice pushchair. Nice so we went out and, and they said, honestly, don't think about money. Just buy mm. whichever one you wanted. So we went out. We went out with um, our friends who helped us to pick one. And um, I thought that was going to be a really emotional horrible mm. time like going mm. to buy a push chair yeah. and without being pregnant but actually I was just full of faith it's like we will have a baby in this push chair mm. one Great. day I was convinced of it yeah and um, so we bought this push chair maybe two three years before I got mm. pregnant wow and um we were like okay we can either leave this in the box and put it in the garage somewhere or we can put it up and have it in our home yeah and we chose to do the more difficult option emotionally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we had this pushchair in our bedroom for yeah. three years before wow. we conceived. And wow. um, every time I looked at it, I was like, okay, this is my statement of faith. Yeah. I'm yeah. believing that my baby's going to be in there. Yeah. But also awesome. this is really hard because mm. the baby's not in yeah. here at the moment mm. and it would get dusty. Yeah. And that was like really, <sighs> really emotional yes. to dust this pushchair to be like, sure. this is literally gathering dust. Yeah. Um, mm. So what we did was we hung all of the prophetic words that we'd had over us, which were, we had so many words over mm. us mm. and all the scriptures that was encouraging and we'd hang them on our pushchair. Love that. And so it was a very visual really statement great. of faith. Yeah. Um, and um, I listened to um, a preach about Noah mm -hmm. um, and about Noah's ark and how Noah had built this ark believing that there was going to be a flood coming, but mm. yeah. not really knowing what that was going to yes. be like. Um, and people thinking that he must have, people must have thought that he was crazy. Yeah. You know, like this crazy man is build, building an ark where mm. it's never rained here. And, and um, that actually the ark was like a statement of crazy faith. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, oh, this is our statement of crazy <laughs> faith. You know, yeah. if my non-Christian friends knew that we had a pushchair in our bedroom for years, yeah. I'm pretty sure they may have thought that I'd lost it and yeah. gone a bit crazy. Well, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think a few of them saw it actually. Oh, yeah. Just like, oh, that's Lauren being a crazy Christian yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that it, it was yeah. my statement of crazy faith that yeah. actually I believed that mm. um, we were going to have a baby. And now I push that pushchair yeah. with pride. And every time I walk into church pushing it or walking oh, around the village so with her, I thank God that yeah. actually we've got uh, our babies in our, in our pushchair. So yeah. Amazing. So, so cool. cool. 
Yeah, I'm happier. I'm much happier. Um, But also just to add to that, um, during the times of difficulty and during the times of um, disappointment, I was filled with the joy of the Lord. Yeah. Mm. And um, that's very different from happiness I've I've experienced. That joy comes from the Lord and it comes from the Holy Spirit that's within you. Mm. So I had this joy that wasn't based on on my circumstances my circumstances were really difficult for a season but actually this joy was not based on that this joy Mm. was from the lord but now that she's here i'm happy really really genuinely just happy and Mm. i had the joy had the joy from the lord but now i also have this happiness which i found is is different i believe that happiness is based on your circumstance but joy comes from the lord that's right and so yeah, yeah, I'm really happy wow. now, Mama. Yeah, I've had this beaming smile for for three months. Yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, and it will never go. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so you oh, wow. talked a bit, Lauren, there about how your relationship with God has really helped you to carry through a really difficult season mm. of your life. Yeah. Um, how has you know taking that relationship with God? How has that helped you now as a, a mum? How have you got your new baby? You know, how has God helped you particularly in that first few months of having your baby oh, with you? I, I've needed him in a, in a new way. Yeah. Mm. Um, and just being aware that he he is wisdom. Yeah. He, uh. you, there's no one with greater wisdom yeah. other than the Lord. Right. And um, I, I ask him for wisdom all the time. Yeah. And like I said before, I pray about everything. Mm. Yeah. Um, and there's times where I've been up in the night and I've been like, why is she not settling? Mm. And then I suddenly feel like I know what she needs mm. and it, I don't think that's me figuring it out I yeah. really believe that is the Holy mm. Spirit yeah. within me and him being full of wisdom to say try this do yeah, this and yeah. I'm like oh okay um you know he's the parenting expert so yeah. um he made her yeah, yeah he made her <laughs> he, he knows, knows her, her better, better than anyone yeah. um he he understands all of this yeah. be- way better than I do and yeah he he reveals yeah, things to so me good isn't it um yeah I love yeah. that verse in um, is it Psalm 139. It's like, you're fearfully and wonderfully made and how he formed you in the mother's womb. And, mm. you know, he knows when he was making her all those years yeah. before you even knew what she would look like and you yeah. were praying for her. Yeah. He knew what she'd need and he'd know you were the perfect mum for that baby. I love that. It's wonderful, <laughs> isn't it? He's designed yeah. you two to be together. Yeah, his design, his yeah. creation is, so he's is wonderful. going to help you. How about you, Kim? I think How's for me, having, having a relationship with God has just meant that I have got this... Um, indwelling peace yeah and um there's there's various scriptures in the bible about peace but one that sticks out to me is um in romans that talks about the god of hope filling you with joy Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. peace when you trust in him and for me yes there are daily worries um, that crop up and um i do pray about them um but then i also feel like often when a worry um comes in um it's overridden with peace yeah it's just like okay well um yeah i'm i'm worried about that or i'm anxious about that Mm. but um this it's almost like something inside just eases Mm. um and i just know um even though maybe uh, there's an there's an issue that hasn't been resolved yet Mm. or i haven't you know had the wisdom to know what to do yet um but there's just a peace inside about it and i just know that it's all going to be okay and I, i i don't need to be anxious about that situation um so yeah just that um that steadiness and that Mm. calm Mm. your rock (laughs) absolutely it just anchors me 24 7 so good isn't it yeah yeah Yeah. so so thinking challenges now being a mum what's probably been the biggest 
challenge regarding having a family and yeah. having a birth and <laughs> having a birth, <laughs> having a birth, <laughs> having a birth. <laughs> having a birth. <laughs> well, well, the most technical. We know what you mean. Who wants to go, go Kim? Uh, yeah, I can go first. Um, yeah, I think um, there's obviously challenges for you as a mum individually, mm. and then how it impacts um, your partner, the family. Um, and for me individually, the biggest challenge I found, particularly in the earlier months, um, was just not feeling like me anymore. Mm. And um, I there were just so many points when I'd be I'd be really tired. Mm. Um, I didn't really I'd look at my wardrobe and think I don't know what I can wear because mm. I'm constantly having to think about what's going to be suitable for feeding our daughter yeah. Yeah. um I not feeling like I'm getting enough food and mm. um it's it's all about her and I'm not mm. really um looking after myself enough mm. and um I think I, you know, I was constantly having to, I pretty much always have to tie up my hair when I'm around my daughter because mm. she just wants to pull and suck on it. And, um, <laughs> yeah. and it's just all these things that kind of take away from you a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, I really enjoy my job and I really mm. enjoy um, working and um, it's, I absolutely love being a mum and mm. I enjoy that too. But it's just um, a, a change in your yeah. identity. Mm. Yes. Yes. Um, and so I would just have to think, okay, what are the things that are going to help me um, feel more like me again? And, mm. and the biggest thing for me was just having a shower. Yeah. Um, yeah. More so than having sleep. Like mm -hmm. having a shower was um, amazing. And I would think, okay, I'm just going to buy expensive shampoo. Oh, <laughs> like, I'm going to okay. treat myself. Like yeah. I'm going to, and I'm going to blow dry my hair. Yeah. I'm not going to air dry it today. Like yeah. I'm just, you know, little things yeah. that just make, made me feel like a new woman yeah. and um, things that you'd maybe take for granted before. Yeah. Um, yeah. Afterwards I'd be like, okay, that that's what I need. That's yeah. And I would tell Bench like, okay, this is what I need today. I need mm. you to take hope for an hour or so. And I'm just going to, I'm going to lounge in the bath. That's mm. what I nice. need. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think for me individually, it's like, you know, making sure I don't lose myself completely, yes. that I, I still feel like um, me and... Yeah. Um, yeah uh, so th that was for me personally but for, for us as a family like or for me for me and Ben in particular it's um communicating effectively mm -hmm. together um when you're uh, really sleep deprived yes, <laughs> yes. yeah and uh, remembering to um connect and yeah. make time where you're not just constantly talking about our daughter yes <laughs> yeah yeah it's, um and it's, it's easy cool. to do and we probably still do that all the time yeah. but um yeah i think having having that you know finding time to communicate when we're not super super tired yeah. Yeah. um so is really really important because we we lean on each other so mm. much um yeah i i think and and just not not feeling um guilty about asking him for help particularly yeah, yeah. um and really i used good. to really struggle with that i'd always think like um oh i'll i'll ask benj if he can have um her for an hour mm. um but if i go over then i've got to apologize <sighs> yeah. no, really? and it's, it's remembering yeah, like yeah. no you know and, and he would say this to me he'd be like i'm i'm her dad like yeah. i'm not mm. a babysitter yeah um and i don't need to feel guilty because we're a team and we support each other mm. yeah, and yeah. So yeah, I think it's it's just working really effectively together. Mm. Very good. Yeah, yeah, similar for me. I think what the biggest challenge for me has been all of a sudden your needs come second. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. and it's like oh, 
um, I want a shower as soon as I wake up, but no, she needs feeding as soon as yeah. she wakes up. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I, I put that that need of hers first yeah, or sure. um or anything I could be feeding her and think oh I need the toilet but actually I'm mm-hmm. gonna have to wait because mm-hmm. like she needs me or um yeah just loads loads of things is that all of a sudden this little person's needs come before my own yeah. mm-hmm. and that can be hard if yeah. I'm really honest yeah, that yeah, can be yeah. really hard you're like oh I just want to do this or I just want to do that and, yeah. and I can't but I have found that as I've been meeting her needs, the bond between us just strengthens and mm, grows. And like that's now good. she really settles when I cuddle her and she's yeah. starting to recognize that I'm her mummy and yeah. she uh, she smiles at me and all of those things are just so worth it. Yeah. And it's like, it's okay. Yeah. It's uh, like, this is exactly how it should be. Yeah. You know, you come first and then yeah. we're creating this really special bond. Um, so but yeah, if I'm honest, that that's hard. Yeah, it's <laughs> And hard. Uh, again, you know, really honest like sleep deprivation is tough thing you become a different person without yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah like i just cry if i'm really yeah, tired yeah. yeah oh yeah and um <laughs> yeah. Uh, but again like going back to the praying about everything um praying and asking god that our baby will sleep well mm. um and praying you know as i'm like putting her to bed I'm, i hand it over to god yeah. and just say lord i just pray that we have a really good night's sleep right. because it's good for all three mm. of us yeah, and yeah. i pray that she rests well and I found that actually you know majority of the time she, she does yeah um and you know people will say to you oh she's not gonna sleep or oh yeah. wait till this or oh, wait till that and actually it doesn't always have to be all doom mm. and gloom mm. we no, can we can right. pray and God 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 wants you to rest he yes, wants he you does. to sleep and that's right. and we can pray about those things and expect that actually he's gonna answer that prayer and yeah and you will sleep again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you will. You will. Trust me. There'll be a time when they're a bit older when they don't wake up, <laughs> and then you're like, "Oh my goodness, it's the other way around." Yes, yeah. yes. I remember as well when um, we'd had a third child, and I just I remember I lost myself at that point because I think for so many years I was giving to our children. I, think mm. I forgot who I was because mm. I'd spent so much, and I think. I didn't go back to work in between either. So I kind of, I remember having a real like crisis. We were writing our Christmas newsletter to the family and I was like, I don't know who I am to write my paragraph oh, <laughs> because yeah. I didn't know what to say. Who was I apart from mm. mum to these three lovely kids, you know? Mm. And um, I remember that being really... By the way, we don't always do Christmas newsletters. Do you know? we, don't, we don't anymore. <laughs> that might have been the last <laughs> one we ever did. Yeah. We're not like... <laughs> no, I think that was the last yeah. one. I couldn't be bothered after that. <laughs> but um, I remember thinking, you know, oh, who am I? in all this and it's so easy as mums to to lose yourself and spend all the time thinking about other people and I think mm. something I would love to encourage people who are watching to think about is is about having that time when in the presence of God because he tells you who you are mm. and um I think that's a verse I think it's in the message translation that says um it's in Christ you find out who you are and what you're living for mm. and I remember thinking yeah it's only in him that you find out the fullness of who you are because it's easy to to be mum or and even when you meet people, they're like, oh, you're so-and-so's mum. And you're never like, I was never Lisa. I was like mum of. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. So I think just spending that time in the presence of God and finding out from him who he said I was, listening to him when you need him and you've got those challenges actually helps you to realise that I'm more than just serving my family I have a and it's okay to stop and look after myself they yeah. need I'll be a better mum to them if I've stopped and taken a moment for myself yeah mm. and that's really really key stuff thank you for sharing so that. We're, <laughs> gonna, we're gonna start wrapping it up just a few little things to to put at the end but 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 really good we've got um what advice would you give a mum expecting 
their first child. Can I say we were going to go with three points? Oh no, hang on, we've got some but three points months. coming up oh, after okay. this. There's yeah. like, is that pre first question? Then there's one? okay, yeah, yeah, go for so it. What's the uh, advice? Um, well, I've sort of touched on this um, just now, but um, having good communication with your partner or your support network is crucial yeah. um, throughout your pregnancy and when um, your baby arrives. I, I've definitely found for myself just making sure that I'm not internalizing all of those thoughts mm. and all of those Excuse emotions me. or struggling um, by myself. Mm. And I'm really, really open and honest with Bench all the time yeah, about how I'm feeling. So and um, sometimes I do have to think like, okay, am I really, really just overtired? Like, what mm. you know, what do I need? Because he's not a mind reader as well. So, <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> I husband's in general. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I think that needs to be a superpower. <laughs> but um, I, and I have to um, extend a lot of grace and he has to extend a lot of grace to mm. me and we have to be really patient with each other because mm. particularly with the sleep de- deprivation, you do become a different person and you have to... Um, you have to remember that your partner isn't the enemy. Yeah. They, um, you're a team together, yeah, and right. um, you're you're parenting together. You're yes. you're on the same side. Yes. Right. You're not um, uh, like yeah. You're not you're not on opposing sides. Um, so I'm just really uh, open with him all the time. Yeah. And you know, a, an example of this is we we went through a couple of months where Bench had a really bad back mm. and. Um, he he couldn't lift hope yeah. um okay. he couldn't really do um there are a lot of things he couldn't do he couldn't lift he couldn't um uh, rock her he couldn't um lift the uh, push chair in and out of the car wow. but all these things that he couldn't do and um i was getting drained yeah, i was really exhausted tough. um because i was feeling like i'm i'm just doing everything mm-hmm. um and i was really open with him about that I was like I'm, I'm really struggling but I know that you um physically can't do mm-hmm. this either and I don't want to mm-hmm. force you to so let's get creative and think okay what are the things that you physically can do that maybe you don't normally do mm-hmm. um that will just lighten my load a little bit yeah. um or even just um that's like a physical example I guess but um when it comes to the mental stuff I I feel like I'm carrying um the mental load a lot and uh, I'm constantly thinking in the evening about okay uh, does she need to drop a nap soon does Mm. she um you know uh what do I need to prepare her for her food what should she be eating and um you know do I need to start thinking about um, nursery stuff like I'm, I'm mm. constantly thinking about mm. what she needs um the next stage that she's moving into and there's always stuff to think about and uh sometimes I would I would ask Benj like oh what do you think about this what do you think about mm. this and he'd say you know I really trust you you're doing, <laughs> you're doing a great job yeah. I'm happy to do it's whatever so you suggest that is so familiar and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's you know it's great that he trusts me yeah, it's great yeah, that yeah, he thinks yeah. I'm doing a good job but I'm like I really just need to have a conversation with you yes. and like, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. just look at the options together. Yeah. Yeah, and then, um, then I know that we're, we're in it together and we're Making carrying the, right the mental load yeah, together and, and it's that's not good. as heavy on me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's just how we operate. We're just really, really open with each other. And, so um, yeah, he, he'll tell, like, he told me I'm not allowed to say silly daddy. That's one of his oh, pet peeves. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm good, not allowed that. to say silly daddy at all. So there's like little things. But that's yeah, helpful because you could, constantly winding each other up by saying it without even yeah 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 really good to be open so we were going to try and do three joint takeaways weren't we but you guys had so many things 
that we've said, which is so wonderful. You've <laughs> They're got so three wise. Each. They've got too much <laughs> good advice. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you kick off. So Lauren. three little takeaways that you yeah. think, if you could summarise three takeaways from today, what would those three things be? So my my biggest takeaway, my, my probably my biggest bit of advice is get a support network. Yeah. Mm, really and good. what I mean by that is that find, for me... I am so blessed that I've got so many friends that have got children mm. um, because it took us a little bit longer to to, to have a baby. Um, all my friends have babies. Yes, of course. Mm. Um, and actually, that's wonderful because yeah. I can um, lean on them and, and ask for some advice. And, um, oh, I really have done that. <laughs> ah, good. And yeah. um, there is one of my friends who has been an absolute lifesaver for me. She's a very experienced mum and she's a midwife. So um, I have just asked her everything. Right. And um, she's been really there for me at the end of the phone. And mm. um, just to be really, just not embarrassed by the things yeah. that would be embarrassing. Mm. So like she in the early days she'd text me and she'd be like how's your postpartum bleeding How, like I'm like it's, it's this colour is that normal it's this consistency is that normal like yeah, really, really really like asking so some helpful. reassuring very open questions yeah. or um, she'd be like have you had your first poo yet since you've had a baby how was that um, and just being really vulnerable yeah. and really open with yeah. someone that just gets it yeah. and yeah, actually so it doesn't need to be embarrassing no not at all and, um, it's just natural we, isn't it we all go through it <laughs> yeah, it's very yeah. normal mm. Um, and so, yeah, having someone that I've just been able to be really open and vulnerable mm. with has been Fantastic. amazing. So thank you to her if she's listening. So that's point one. Yeah. Two and three. Then. Okay. Um, point, I think these are things I've already said, but um, just knowing that God brings wisdom. Yeah. Yes. Praying about everything. Yeah. Um, it's been really good. And then yeah. thirdly, I think, again, I think I've touched on this, is that, when you're pregnant, you will get people that will say, oh, you're not going to sleep or, mm. oh, yeah, you wait till she's weaned mm. or wait till she's teething or, and like, can mm. actually kind of paint out this mm-hmm. picture that motherhood's like horrible. Yeah. yeah. And it's not, no, it's wonderful. It's not. Yeah. And for yeah. anyone that's listening that's pregnant, um, I just want to be yeah. the voice that says, wait until they hold your finger or yeah. wait until yes. they fall asleep in your yeah. arms or wait until they smile at you for the That's first it. time or wait until you can like proudly push them around in the push chair. Yeah. Like there's so many wonderful things to come. Yeah. And um, yeah, just be excited yeah. if you're expecting because yeah. it's wonderful. wonderful. Yeah. And I suppose on the, on the the flip side to that is if some of those times aren't wonderful, if a mum is struggling to bond... To, to use that help. support network, ask, do not yeah. just Absolutely. sit at home worrying Absolutely. about it, reach out. Yeah. You're not alone, are you? Not, no. You're not alone. And it, it's been wonderful to see the church body um, like working in a, in a totally different way mm. that I hadn't yeah. seen before. So another one of my friends is, a, is an experienced mum and a healthcare practitioner. Mm. And the times when I've been worried, I've said to her like, is it normal that she's doing this? Mm. I'm worried about mm. this. And she's been like, that's totally normal. Yeah. I experienced that with my children yeah. and, and it's okay. And, yeah. and, and yeah. So just to, to see that the church body is like mm. working in that way where yes. they're, 
you can really see like I need you and I yeah. need you and mm. and and thank you for helping me mm-hmm. in this way it's, it's yeah. been has been wonderful so yeah there's been times where I've texted Kim and I'm like my boobs are engorged and she's not feeding <laughs> yeah, and I'm in yeah. pain and I don't know what to do yeah. and Kim's like it's all right I've been there yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be all right. and you know like it, it, yeah it's the, so we we need each other yeah and, um, and yeah so fantastic use your friends and I think yeah. if you're someone who's got your life together normally sometimes being a mum can be quite a shock because suddenly you oh, don't yeah. know what yeah. to do oh yeah and I know I'm quite a I like order and I like a bit of control yeah. I probably admit yeah, a little bit yeah a bit <laughs> and, uh, so I know for me being vulnerable was quite a big deal because I wanted to be I was somebody who liked to to seem more orderly mm. and mm. to be honest and say sometimes things are really pants mm. <laughs> it's yeah. actually okay yes. and everybody is liberated by you saying that because like, oh phew you're one of us yeah <laughs> so actually being brave to let your guard down yeah. and be yeah. honest and if you're struggling not to keep quiet and be absolutely. strong because it's not yeah. strong absolutely it's okay to let go and yeah and cry and yeah find a friend <laughs> yeah 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 and yeah. hopefully then um what you know if there's other people that are having babies in the church family hopefully i can share the wisdom that exactly. i've learned from the yes. people that have yeah. done it before me and that we're a family aren't we yeah, we're yeah. a family and we help each other that's so right. fantastic yeah, yeah. so kim your three three little takeaways for uh, my three takeaways <laughs> from the things i've shared today um firstly um just trust that you know your baby yeah. best um i think you know, as as Lauren said, there's there's so much advice that you could get, which is is super helpful. But then you might get a lot of unwelcome advice yeah. as mm. well, and there are a lot of opinions. And I know that I um, at points have struggled where um, I I I know my baby, I yeah. know mm-hmm. I know yeah. what um, is best for them, I know what they need, yeah. and um, just really trust that and don't mm. um, you know. You can obviously be polite when um, sure. advice comes your way, but um, you don't need to shoot it down. But yes. um, I think just just trust your gut, trust yeah. that mm. you you know best, you and your your partner as, as mm. parents, that um, you've got the best instincts. Yeah. Um, secondly, um, know that your partner isn't your enemy. I've said that before, yeah. but um, <laughs> I think, yeah, You're it's really important to make sure that you are a team and you're yeah. united. Mm. And if you don't have a partner, then just making sure you've got that support network yeah. is right. really, really important. You need people around you. You yeah. can't you can't do it all by yourself. And yes. I suppose um, this is another podcast, but going forward, you're, you're a team yeah. and providing that team. So when you're starting, you know, this is obviously future, but when you're getting to behavior things and how yeah, you, yeah. the rules you have in the household, how yeah. you treat and being united on that is going to help keep your marriage strong. And so that's just start a well. forward thing well. <laughs> yeah. to start well, yeah. but then that's the future, isn't it as well? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And point three. Point three is... Have a little look. Uh, <laughs> oh. oh, prioritizing time for self-care. Yeah, I showers. mean, yeah, yeah. Have a, sh- have a shower, <laughs> please have a shower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. look after yourself. Um, and yeah, yeah, put, put yourself first sometimes yeah. and um, yeah, protect yourself. Fantastic. Great. Thank you so much, guys. We've learned so much about you. And uh, I know you shed some real great gems there that are going to be so helpful to many of us uh, watching and listening. So thank you for your time. I really, really appreciate it. Um, If you're watching this video, um, do like and share it with people you know. If you're a grandparent and you've got 
children who are expecting children and babies <laughs> and uh, you want to share this video to encourage them to say you know this is real life and uh, it's okay to be vulnerable and honest and I think We've got some really great advice there from Lauren and Kim, so do check that out. Um, if you want to give us some more suggestions of what questions we can be asking in other podcasts, then do go to livingrock.church forward slash meet the parents and we'll look forward to hearing any top tips or advice or questions you've got and we'll follow those up later. Thank you very much and we'll see you soon. Bye.